Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the last series recap of the year. Basically, five of the divisions are locked up. One of the wild card races is locked up. Let's talk baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today. This episode is brought to you by Mike and JB, our most recent patrons. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in California. We have Trevor Plouffe and behind the dish producing, we have big baby David. Big show today. Some things got locked up. Some things got more confusing. Baseball. Jake, what state is it in? Mm. In French. (laughs) Yes. Hot in the streets. Baseball's hot in the streets. Trevor Plouffe live from France. He's there. Uh, He's in the south of France right now with his beautiful family. Um, He goes there every October on a camping trip. Uh, (laughs) What's going on, chat? What's going on, BBD, James, Trevor, the AL wildcard race, I'll tell you what, that's hot in the streets. Um, that might be the only thing that's hot in the streets besides late night Lamont, excuse me. Um, that was a sexy finish to baseball last night. Uh, boys, we're finishing it. This is it. Like, Trev, I'm going to be seeing you soon. Handsy. Mm. Handsy. I do feel a really handsy trip coming on. You guys are going to be so excited. I mean, I'm I'm just going to put it out there. I believe there will be a game in the Bronx while we're there. The energy is going to be palpable. Mm. Uh, but before that, the last series recap of the year, it's a Friday app. That means we get BBD stimulating mm. us at the end. Jake, I'm just going to say it. Jake said he might show penis. And he didn't say it was his or just some <laughs> pictures on his phone. That. I may show penis this show. Yeah. No, TFT, he's not going TFT to. Had his big he's not eye, going to. He had his big eyes reveal the other day. I'm going to have my wiener reveal. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. Old man's thumb. <laughs> Go look at your grandpa's thumb. You've seen it. <laughs> uh, Late night Lamont. Mm. Trev, will you be here for the next show? Yes. No. No. Yeah. No. 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 You've t- you leave. We do Monday show. Then you fly out. I'll be in Magnum Condom Studios Monday morning. <laughs> I'll be in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> We're giddy. We're excited. We're excited. Baseball. Um, Rizzo. <laughs> Such a baseball. Rizzo. What a weirdo. That guy's so weird. Um, Wait, he said Rizzo now? Yeah, Rizzo made the we last out of the inning. It. I think we tweeted it out at some point. Someone, like a he knows what now. he's doing. He's self-aware. Someone he is. It's kind of like an alien getting, or a computer getting too smart. People <laughs> like when I scream going into commercial. Okay. Yeah, I wish I could find it. Rizzo. Oh, here it is. Rizzo. <laughs> Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> he says Anthony normal. It's so weird. That's so weird. Shout out to Gabe who it's had that best. had that ready for me on the Twitter machine. Um, so you'll you're doing the show Monday, and then you're coming out. Obviously, like Monday, there's another series to recap. We keep saying this is the last series recap. 
that that show on Monday is going to be like half recap. We're not going to do the full format that we're, you're about to hear and you've been hearing all season because we're going to preview the wild card games on it as well uh, or 163 uh, that might be happening that day. It's going to be exciting. So are you guys ready? Should we just get into the, the NL recap? Who's got Shit, it? I think so. I got it. Trev's leading off. off today. Did I color code? I did. Well, I hope Jeez. you're looking pretty because this one's brought to you by Manscaped, Trev, and you're coming out mm. for a big New York trip, mm. and you got to, like, feel good, look good. You're going to be sitting on stream. Jake said he's going to pants you for after every bunt, mm. <laughs> which is odd, um, but, you know, that's what's going to happen on the live stream, so... Check out Manscaped. They are the global leaders in male grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Swing for the fences. Use the right tools for the job with Manscaped for all your hairiest grooming needs. You get 20% off plus free shipping with the code TALKING at manscaped.com. They got the lawnmower 4.0. They got the performance package 4.0. You get the trimmer. It's got the LED light on there. It's got uh, skin-safe technology. You get the ball deodorant, all the other uh, swag that comes with it. The um, what is it? The crop preserver, the crop reviver. So there you go. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with code talking at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping with manscaped.com. Use code talking. Use manscaped to enter October with big stick energy. Oh, that's how Trev's mm. coming to New York. I love it. Let's hear what happened in the NL. I'm excited to find out, Trev. What you got? All right, my people, we're going to start down in Atlanta. The Phillies go into Braves country and get swept. 2-1 Braves, 7-2 Braves, 5-3 Braves. It was all pitching. Morton goes 7 shutty for the win in game one. Big game, Charlie, of course. Freed, our guy, goes seven innings pitch with one earned run and one one earned run and one unearned run for the win in game two. He deals, and then Anderson comes right back and goes six innings pitch for two earned runs for the win in game three. The Braves clinch the NL East with the sweep, and the Phillies get eliminated. That's a 10-year playoff drought. It's the longest in the NL. Phillies, what is you doing, baby? Moving on, the D-backs go into San Francisco, and the Giants do what the fucking Giants do. They win every single game. 6-4-1-0-5-4. And these weren't easy victories either. The Giants have that freaking magic. Gabe Kapler. Are you doing Puppet Master Gabe Kapler right now? Pulling the strings. Flores with the go-ahead RBI single in the sixth inning of game one. Webb goes five shutty in that game. Wood goes six shutout innings in game two. Bryant breaks the scoreless tie with a sack fly in the seventh. And then the last game is all late night. Lamont with the walk-off RBI single. He went up there knowing he was going to do it, and he did it. Giants get the sweep. They're basically NOS champs. Padres at Dodgers. Dodgers get the sweep. They can't gain a game. They sweep. They can't gain a freaking game. That's what's going on out west. 2-1 Dodgers, 11-9 Dodgers, 8-3 Dodgers. They get all three games. Bueller goes seven shutty for the win in game one. And then the five home runs in two innings for the Dodgers in game two. That was in the seventh and the eighth. It was a comeback win. Bellinger. Our guy, we'll talk about him a little later. He hits a game-tying home run 
after entering the game late. And then Seager hits the go-ahead two-run homer. My goodness. Dodgers hit five homers in game three, including two from Seager. He's getting hot. Remember what he did in the playoffs last year? He's a freaking guy. Dodgers sweep. Still two games behind the Giants in the standings. Brewers at Cardinals. Cardinals take two of three. Uh, 6-2 Cardinals, 4-0 Brewers. That stopped the winning streak, and the Cardinals come back and win again, which I really like for them. Wayno goes six innings pitch, two earned runs for the win in game one, and that was their 17th win in a row. Could they get 18? No, they couldn't. They had that streak snapped in game two. Hauser and three relievers combined for a three-hit shutout. Ashby goes two scoreless, hitless innings with five Ks to end it. Then in Game 3, Dylan Carlson go-ahead two-run homer in the sixth inning of Game 3. It was his second homer of the game. Guess what? I got a really nice Dylan Carlson rookie patch auto card. Let's go, Dylan. Keep it up, baby. Cardinals take two out of three. Moving on, Marlins at the Mets. Mets take three out of four. Both these teams' season is dead, so we'll kind of go through it quick. Baez scores the winning run on a grounder to walk off Game 1. Syndergaard comes back. Pitches a 1-2-3 inning with two Ks in his season debut in Game 2. Rojas, our guy, go-ahead two-run single in the eighth inning of Game 3. And then Pete does what Pete does with two homers in Game 4. Mets take three out of four. Then we have the Nationals at the Rockies. Rockies take two out of three. Then we have the Cubs at the Pirates. Cubs take two out of three. And then we have a Pirates and Reds makeup game, which the Reds won 13-1. We'll talk a little bit about those. But right now, that is it for the NL. You're welcome. Great job, Trevor. Great job, Trevor. Marvelous. My goodness, there was some hot baseball. The NL's done. Locked up. Giants are insane. Uh, Claps to the Braves. They clinched their division. We'll start with the Braves because what they did to Bryce Harper uh, in these three games is super impressive. I mean, guy's gunning for the MVP. He's been amazing. It's almost like all of the team pitching, scouting reports or whatever were just, let's just get Harper out, figure that out, and the rest will fall. I mean, Harper went one for 12, one for 11 with a single. And one walk? No, he didn't even have a hit. He scored one run. He he went 0 for 11 with a walk. It's very tough. That's like the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I thought Harper was going to rake. I did say Braves just don't throw this guy any strikes, similar to what the Red Sox are going to do with Juan Soto this weekend. But don't throw the guy any strikes. And I watched a few at-bats, and sometimes when that happens and Harper's trying to make things happen, start chasing and start having bad at bats. 0 for 11, man. And I mean, he's re- had it all in front of him. Reality sets in, man. Uh, sometimes the numbers don't lie. Braves are going to win the NL East. Um, you know, we'll see how many games it ends up landing at. Uh, their run differential plus 129. That is the same as the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, do what you want with run differential. It uh, doesn't mean the world to me, but it's interesting. The rest of the NL East is going to end up negative unless the Phillies have a 13-run blowout win this weekend in a game that doesn't matter. Um, 
We said this series was a playoff series. I'd kind of been crapping on Phillies fan more than I even like. Like, I kind of heard myself talking. I was like, whoa, Jake, easy. But the facts were there, man. Longest playoff drought in the NL. Um, Love me Harper. Love me Gibby. Love me sexy. This Phillies team, um, man, I don't know. They were better than the Mets who, well, they were better than the Mets once they lost to Grom. Atlanta, kudos to the moves they made at the All-Star break. They got in a whole new outfield, four outfielders. Their infield has been studs all year. And, man, with what Freed and Morton are doing, uh, they're now, like, that That Braves-Brewers series is up in the air. Is up in the air. So that's uh, that's oh, going to yeah. be some fun baseball. It's nice that they yeah, both for- lock in. And the, the <clears throat> nice that the Braves got to... Lock in and sort everything out for three days here. They get to party. They get to have a hangover game. Mm. They get to then get it, get it right. Ozzy gets to swear on camera. Hey, you know where this really sucks that there's only two extra guys in September because, you know, if you're trying to party last night, you clinched a division mm. with three left. You're supposed to get a day off today. Now you can't. This is, this is, this is when a guy guy separates himself. Yeah. Guy, guy gets the day off. Yeah, that's true. If you're just a guy. Oh, I was going the other way with it. I was going to say, like, you know, I could see, you know, everyone's got a little bit of red eyes in the morning, and I could see Adam Duvall, like, right before the game, like, just chugs a beer and says, all right, boys, let's get another one. Um, That's a different version. You're absolutely correct. There's some guy who's going to say, look, I know I'm not a guy guy. But I'm going to step up for the boys today. <laughs> you know how many Red Bulls they're going through right now? A lot of Red Bulls. Ugh. Game one. <clears throat> Game one of the, the series, which we had said is it was the series the whole time. Close game. In the ninth inning, the Phillies had bases loaded because they intentionally walked uh, McCutcheon to get to Didi with Will Smith on the mound. And he hits a line drive, drives in a run. But there was a... A moment in Phillies fans' hearts where they went, <gasps> like, did he get that? And then they switched cameras, and it was a, a sack fly. Still scored one, and then Freddie Galvis strikes out after that. But when you look at the uh, the Phillies lineup, and we said this halfway through the season, it was top-heavy. Yeah. Because once you got past Harper and Real Muto, Losing Reeser was huge for them. Yeah, yeah, there were some things that happened. Losing Reeser, Alec Baum wasn't very good for them this year. I think they were counting on him to like take a nice big step, similar to what Austin Riley did for the Braves. I mean, this guy's a highly touted prospect, so that kind of hurt them a little bit. But you're right, man, top heavy. And th- they had That's some guys that could, they, okay. you know that were hitting a little bit. Like Didi's numbers aren't bad. They just didn't have any sluggers. Like, they had a yeah. lot of guys that could hit singles. Gene, Segura, Didi. Um, who else, like, has a good... They have a lot of above-average OPSs, but no slugging and not great OBP. But I, the game plan had to be just get Harper out, and they did it, and it worked. For the Phillies, it's basically every position player prospect uh, didn't come through this year. Uh, the stat I saw this morning: yeah. Boehm, Kingery, Moniak, Hazley, and Quinn hit combined to hit two ninety nine. 
with just seven homers and 159 strikeouts and 497 ABs. Not good. Damn, man. Reese had 27 homers in 107 games. Reese is nasty, up, dude. He's nasty, nasty, dude. One of my favorite he's swings, so- I'm always saying. <laughs> he has a fucking beautiful swing, man. And and you guys are fellow um, crop top wearers. He loves yeah. the crop top. He's a sexual guy. Yeah, you guys have that in common. He's a sexual guy. Um, man, Braves. I'm a... The NL East was such a slog throughout this year. And the Braves having, you know, Ronnie out and Marcel out. You know, we haven't been able to get excited about Atlanta, especially with how gross the Brewers were and how awesome the NL West has been. But, man, I'll get a little excited, man. You know, they still got Freddie. Ozzy's had a huge year. Young Thick had a huge year. Adam Duvall, beer before the game, Adam. I think he mm-hmm. was like leading the league in ribby allegedly ribeyes for a little bit. Darno is back. Um, Dansby having a season. So, man, when you put it all together, Morton, Freed, Ion, Yanoa, they've got guys in that bullpen who are doing it the past couple years. They're gonna be fun. I hope they they might mix it up this October. Mix it up. Dude, this is a team that 100% can win the World Series. The way they're playing right now, the way they're pitching right now, too. Will Smith, yeah, he's been shaky, and he's kind of a roller coaster ride, which is scary in the playoffs. But if if he can settle down and kind of you know be who he is, like the back end's not bad there. Starters have been going off. They're scary, man. They got so much time off. They got five days off in between. Pretty nutty. Mm. It is. Also, really, like, you're like, the fucking... The but from the end of the season, they do? Yeah, the last game's the third, and then and then they don't play until the eighth because the AL is the first DS to start. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Morton pitches their last game of the season. Yeah. And I was... And then I... I can't believe they just get to go to the DS. You're so jealous. So <laughs> jealous, dude. You're so jealous. So, I mean, what's their record? 86 wins? Is that going to be the least amount of wins to get in the playoffs and they don't have to do a wild card? Mm. Cardinal, this year. Cardinals are are in the wild card and they have more wins than the Braves, Dodgers. I know it's just this year. I know it changes year to year, but still when you look at it, you're like, fuck, man. Yeah. Hey, and I, you know, <laughs> obviously haven't done a full deep dive on this, but we mentioned... You know, when we originally talked about the NLEs getting solved, we said, you know, it could be a big deadline deal. Chris Rose was all over that. He was talking about it on the Chris Rose rotation. You know, Dombrowski in Philly, what was he going to do? He brought in Gibby. Gibby, Gibby gave him some starts. Um, man, the Braves and all those outfield moves, like that's – I think it's funny, BBD, you mentioned all the Phillies youth guys that kind of it, – it just didn't click this year. Um, you know, the Braves, I mean – Pache, we want to get excited about him. His his season kind of wasn't there. You know, they're, they don't have a bunch of guys that made the leap either, but they're going into October with Jorge Soler, who's been hitting for them. Eddie Rosario, um, who's been doing the thing. Adam Duvall, and they got Chalk. Like, they didn't have those young guys, so they got four old guys, and, like, they've kind of clicked. 
Yeah, I would say Austin Riley's a young guy who he, he clicked. Huge. Yeah, he fucking hot. clicked. That's that's I mean that's hot. If if he's not there, they're not where they're at. Jose Ramirez is there if he's not. Oh my gosh. Good job, Austin. Great job. Should that, we move on to the Giants? That's really yeah, the Giants and the Dodgers. The Giants just I mean, I try I told everyone a while ago, they just don't lose. I would love to see their numbers now. I have no idea how I got to that page in baseball reference when I when I did all that recent mm. research. It was like a real hidden page. Man, I I said this on Wake and Jake the other day. It just seems like every time I open the standings, they're on a win streak. And it's just, every time they're on a win streak, it's like one and a half games better than the Dodgers. They're on a six-game win streak right now. Dodgers are on a four-game win streak. I can't imagine. There has to have been some pretty genuine frustration in the Dodgers locker room this year that they just they couldn't catch these guys. Well, yeah, even last night, you know, their game ended. They win, and then game's tied. Or, like, the Diamondbacks had a lead, I think, three times in that game, and the Giants just kept answering it, fucking answering. And, yeah, the Dodgers are in the clubhouse. That game surely is on. And then late night Lamont as mm. I got you. Mm. All it's of, wild, man. All of their stats are gross. Having him on, like we finished recording Talking Yanks. We go out to the recliners. Their game was on and we were like, oh, who's on the bench? And then they flashed to like Lamont and we all said, and this is so cool. It's just like a meme. It's like, well, I said, oh, late night Lamont. He'll come through. And then he hits the foul home run, and you're like, whoa. Mm. And then he hits the walk-off single, and you're like, yeah, obviously. I think we got some late-night shirts on the way, by the way. Hell yeah. That is cool. It's a good shirt. Whoops. I've I've been saying that that the Giants were in the water, and then the shark was behind them, and the shark was the Dodgers, and eventually they were going to come up and get him. Turns out that the Giants were on a mega yacht, mm. and they were going shark watching. And they just don't care really about the sharks. They're just going to do their thing on their mega yacht. They're just that good. It's it's incredible, man. You watch that team play. No sense of panic at any time of the game. Everyone's just like kind of cool, even-keeled. They find guys like Late Night Lamont. Uh, I just did a sequence on uh, Camilo Duvall. Mm. You seen that guy pitch? Yeah. Hunch, he threw a pitch 104 and a half miles an hour in the minor leagues this year. Gross. They just got him going. I talked to my friend JP about it. He says, guy's got ice in his veins. Nothing bothers him. And I think that is what, that's the mantra of the team, I feel like. Nothing bothers these guys. Mm. We found another secret of the Giants last night, Trev. They've got a Gabe twin. What? Gabe's I think it's Gabe's main bench coach or one of his bench coaches. He wears the same glasses. No beard though. It's kind of a knockoff Gabe vibe. What is it? I don't know. Well, they showed a close up of the two and they didn't look alike, but when they showed like a kind of from the field level into the dugout, it looked like Gabe had a stunt devil next to him. Yes. Yes. It looked it looked like when if you saw You're on an a Instagram movie set. post yeah. that it's like, oh, this was Brad Pitt's stunt double. 
That's who Gabe had. Maybe it is a stunt double. I think it was. He does his own. Stunts. I think it might have been Donnie Ecker. Okay. I don't know. Kai Correa. That's we got some Giants fans in the chat. Kai Correa, Giants. I think it is. Yeah, multiple Kais has me. Th- Wait, right, here it him. is. Wait. Was it this guy? Yes, that's Kai Correa. That's Kai Correa. Everyone's saying Kai Correa, yeah. Well, he's just, got the beard. He's got the glasses. <laughs> Trav, you got to Jack, too? BBD, I gotta, you kind of got to put that on the screen, I you think. You just search Kai Correa and Gabe Kapler? Um, yeah, it's the first thing that comes up. Okay, we're going to get that on the screen for you, Trevin. You're going to like this a lot. Mm, I think I know who you're talking about. It's sexual. Great name, by the way. Yeah. Like your girl ends up with Kai Correa, and you're like, damn, she's doing better than me. She's doing better. Dude, I want to say something that might be controversial. Uh Uh-oh. The look, it looks like. Gabe has ordered Kai Correa to look like that. Oh, he doesn't pull it off. Like it only works because it's like dress like the coach day. Like it feels like he's doing dress like Gabe day, and he got. Am I going to get this picture? He's, there it is. He's got, oh, he's got the beard and the glasses. It just looks slightly better on Gabe. Yes, it when doesn't have to be shots this... fired. It just looks slightly better on Gabe. Yeah, that's like. Oh man, Trev. I mean, that's <laughs> that's guys. That's guys looking like each other. That's just tough for Kai. I mean, bro, the guy looks good, but then you bring in Gabe Kapler and put him next to him. That's tough. We gotta. I know you've got connections to Gabe. We might have to reach out to Kai. Do you think a third Giants coach has come in with his? Send me that picture. Beard? I'm gonna send it to Gabe today and say, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> text me that picture. <laughs> Do you think that, you know, a third coach came in with the dialed beard like that yeah. and, like, the thick frame glasses and, and walked in and and Kai and Gabe were just like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You, think, you don't think Kai and Gabe would survive in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> Couple bros and matching looks going to the coffee shop. <laughs> Trev, not for uh, nothing. If I we, mean, it looks like how a protege should act. If we, you have your beard grown in a little bit, and we get you those frames and a Giants hat, we gotta darken your beard a little. I think, yeah, get some dark just for men. That's great, dude. Send me that picture. I'm serious. I'm gonna ask you. Just like, Google did, Kai Correa. Trev can't Google. We shall. Just Kai Correa, Gabe Kapler. It's the first one that comes up. Of course it is. And that's yeah. obvious. Yeah. Um, Giants are nasty. Dodgers, Dodgers. We got to talk about the Dodgers. Scherzer. They got some shit. They got some shit going on, man. Scherzer has not looked good. There's talk in Dodger Town. Who's he's still gonna start the game? Mm. <laughs> but like at this point, at this point, do you just line up and make sure like you have Bueller and Urias ready to go in that game, right? Like you line it up. Like you're I guess there's the division still out there, but like barely. Division's they'd not out go, there. I mean, they have to sweep. They have to sweep, and the Giants have to lose two. Yeah, right. 
That could tie. Yes, you can't set it up. Which would tie it, yeah. That's that, that would tie, tie it, it up. Then. Them sweeping Giants that lose. Would tie it up. Yeah. So that's it's, it's wild card. Yeah. The Giants don't lose. That's the main <laughs> issue. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's the you want to be an MLB manager, and what do you do? Because you know, not to jump too far ahead, the the Yankees could be in a similar boat. Cole's Cole's last couple starts haven't been as crispy. He's going to be in a one game wild card. Yankees bullpen has looked disgusting. Dodgers. They've got some guys in the pen. You know them. I mean, Kenley's had some gross stuff trying, and, but they also have the starting pitching that, yeah, I mean, if Scherzer comes out and, you know, the first couple innings don't look great, I mean, man, that's a – you take – Oh, you give him a hook. You take that guy it, it, out of the game. I'm not. It happened in 2019. He, they had a wild card game against the Brewers. He looked like – he didn't look great. Didn't he settle that down, though? Out. Like, didn't they let him pitch five? It, they, I think he got through five. I don't think that's because who else were they going to throw? It was like it was Daniel Hudson and the starters there. Yeah, Daniel Hudson threw every single inning that postseason. This this is interesting for the Dodgers because you got Clayton going tonight. Um, if they lose tonight, Urias is scheduled to start tomorrow. He goes three innings, in my opinion, like a, just a get out there, get your bullets in, and then Sunday. I don't know. You kind of maybe you just go bullpen day. Um, whoever is scheduled to start, maybe they just go a couple innings, but you gotta have it freaking lined up. That's who it's gonna be in the wild card game. It's gonna be Scherzer and then Bueller and Urias. I they're gonna have to start in the bullpen, right? You just go to the bullpen. Usually you put one of those guys because if you win, you need one completely fresh, but yeah, be interesting. The I mean, a lot of the pitchers that have been going down the stretch, their their guys are faltering a little bit at the end here. I think Wayno is the best wild card pitcher mm. down the stretch, but he had a rough outing two starts ago. Uh, I think he's got like a five year in his last three starts. Good out, you know, but it's taxing season, man. I mean, Sale got beat by the Orioles. Oops. Couple homers. Baldy got smoked by the Yankees. Uh, Barrios had four good innings, then got beat. Robbie Ray just gave up five. Cole gave up five. You know, a lot of these pitchers that you, if you're going into the wild card, you want them to be like on an absolute heater. No team is really getting that. Yeah. Yes, a lot of these. Well, Burns. Play, a lot of these guys ain't Corbin Burns. People well, they're are not saying. I was talking yeah. wild card. Yeah. Yeah. It's doors open. You know what? The, the doors open in a lot of these uh, awards too. Like, who's is NL MVP? Who's winning that? Dude, I just looked them up and it's Harper Soto. It still has like, Harper as like a pretty big favorite over Tatis and Soto, which like it's, turns into like a not a sad award at that point. I mean, that's just Vegas. Of. That's just Vegas, right? That you're talking. Yes. Because these voters, man, I think they're going to, I don't know, that that last series, as dumb as that sounds, that's going to linger in voters' minds. Don't Harper and Soto, aren't they the only people with the OPS in the ones? Ones. Soto's so fucking nuts, dude. Give it, if you none think of them. About, he's still 22 years old. If none of them are dancing. Give it to Soto, I guess. Or Paul Goldschmidt. Let's go, Goldie. Harper doesn't have young, it. Young Last player. time I checked, this Harper like had it. Like if you look at the stats, it, Vegas has him as minus two seventy three right now. Which 
No, oh, that's, that's a so I think it's shifted. It's shifted. Uh, Soto, Shift. Soto's got them in all the slash lines now, besides slugging, really, or you know, a lot of them. Soto just doesn't get pitches. I mean, you can't fault him for that because he's just got no one around him. But what's Soto's walks? What's his on base percentage in September now? Six eleven. Yeah, like like five fifty six hundred. I don't even know. His on base percentage in the month of September was five sixty five. It's a joke. With a four oh four batting average. He's twenty two years old. People. That's crazy. Is he still? When a guy makes it to the show at twenty two, you're like, oh fuck, it's a guy. Soto's been established for what four years? 18's first year or 19? Corbin Burns, this is live DraftKings, minus 175 to win the NL Cy Young. Hell yeah. Mm. Good for you, Uh Jakey. Did you actually place that bet? Still has the one more. Jakey Kissies against the Dodgers. Nothing else matters, right? I mean, Cardinals been locked up. NL's done, man. For what it's worth, the the DraftKings odds on MVP: Harper minus one eighty, Soto plus one eighty, and Tatis plus five fifty. Goldschmidt in fourth. That's I would take Soto right now. When we talked about it on Wake and Jake Monday, sprinkled some cheese on Soto, which was plus three hundred at the time. So, mm. how did the Cardinals do? Does alter Wayno's starts and stuff? I think they pushed him a day. I remember looking at this midweek. And didn't they have Flaherty come out of the pen? Did that happen? I think that's the plan. I think that's the plan. I haven't talked to Jack. I should ask Jack, but I don't know. Yeah, Flaherty, Flaherty threw 17 out of the pen on Wednesday. I think the, they said the plan was when he came back, he'd be in the bullpen, which is exciting. I wish he could start. Yeah. That's a lot of rest for Ueno. Ueno's built different. That cur- that curveball is ready to go any day. A lot of people in the chat say you look like Tyler O'Neill right now. Yeah, I got one. The chat's been great today. Shout out to the chat. You know, we call you out if you're having a bad day. You're having a great day right now. Um, and someone was like, you should. They told me to get a fashion coach and be Tyler O'Neill. And I might Ten? be the opposite of that. Eight days rest for Wayno. One, two, three, four. Someone in the chat says six, they talked seven, about Wayno getting into the game Sunday, get a little action. I think a lot of teams are going to use that last day on Sunday to just yeah. get in the game. Okay, that makes sense for the NL because they have three days after the Sunday Don't game. In the AL, you want, the teams don't do that if they're in the wild card because only two day, it's only a day. So usually you just give every, you just throw junk. You just throw non-playoff roster guys, but the NL they have two days, so yeah, he should he'll probably get a bullpen Sunday tune-up, and then it will be like three days rest. But it was just a tune-up in between. That makes sense. Mm. Can I just uh, go on a little Juan Soto tangent real quick? About thirty seconds. Do it. Thirty seconds. Guy comes up at eight in two thousand eighteen and nineteen years old. 923 OPS, plays 116 games, comes back in 2019, plays 150 games, 949 OPS. 2020, 1.1, 2021, 1.0. The guy is, he's putting himself in the conversation, and this is not hyperbole. This is 
fucking facts. He's putting himself in a position to be mentioned with like the greatest hitters of all time. That's what we're looking at here. Like we need to realize this is the beginning of possibly an all time great career at the dish. So don't, I know the Nationals suck right now, but like still go watch this guy play. He's incredible, dude. He's incredible. He's illegal. Wayno? 432 OBP in those four years combined. It's crazy. His oppo power is ridiculous. Wayno has 302 innings pitched in game started on six plus days rest, 340 ERA. He's worse on five days rest. How about that? Hmm. Who cares? All right. Let's move on to the American League, mm. Trev. The American League. Because we're Americans. It's brought to you by Gabby it. Insurance. You guys remember Gabby Insurance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, insurance is important. Gabby helped Jake find the right policy. Jake, you got it. Remember we were in the map in the app? And yeah, we were Jake app. and I are bad at going on apps and stuff. And I was, was great in the app. I'll be honest, at the end game, it was tough for me because I didn't own a car. Well, here's a car. Car drives in, runs you over, you're dead. But the insurance covers all your insurance family members and stuff. Yeah. Like Jess is rich. Mm, Jess. What was that? You can log mm, in with Jess. your current insurance provider. Um, they'll show you a bunch of quotes, give you the best rate. People who switch to Gabby save on average $80 a month. Think of all the fun stuff you can do with an extra $80 a month. It's pretty cool. Gabby uses your current policy to compare your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Nationwide and Travelers. They're the one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses. Get out of here. They only show you policies that are the same or better than your current coverage, many of them at a lower price. The best part, Gabby is completely free, and they never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. Gabby has been featured in TechCrunch, Forbes, and USA Today. Start saving on your auto insurance today. Go to Gabby.com slash baseball to start saving today. It's totally free. G-A-B-I dot com slash baseball. Gabby.com slash baseball. Lower your insurance. Take care of yourself, as always. Mm. Here we go. The American League. What's going on in the AL, Tim? Let's find out. The A's went up to Seattle, and Seattle swept them. There's a fever going on. Baseball. They blow them out in game one, 13-4. Win close games two and three, four to two. Oakland now has to win out to hit their over-under from the episode before. I don't think that's going to happen. The Mariners slash 290, 362. The A's didn't hit it all. Mariners starting pitchers got it done. Their relief pitchers were amazing. 0-7-3 ERA. Crawford had six hits, two extra base hits. Hanniger had three home runs. What's he up to on the year now? 50,000 or something like that? Only yep. one of nine Mariners relievers gave up any runs. Three of them, Sadler, Seawald, and Steckenrider, had multiple scoreless appearances in the series. Uh, Hanniger, two three-run home runs in game one. Going nuts. Gilbert had a go-ahead two-run double in the sixth inning game three. Then Seth Brown tied it back up with a home run before Ty France. It's a go-ahead sack fly in the seventh. The A's have been eliminated from playoff contention. And Elvis Andrews is undergoing surgery for fractured fibula. What? I can't read that word. 
fibula, uh, and repair of upper ankle sprain. So goodbye to Oakland. Hello, maybe, to Seattle. Yankees at Blue Jays. The Yankees win game one. Tyone versus Ryu. The guy's coming off the IL game. Tyone goes back on, kind of. He got hurt. Ryu got hit. The Yankees win 7-2. to 7-2. Judge hit a homer. Stanton hit another homer. Michael King in the bullpen locks it down for the Yankees as the Jays only had like three hits, I think. Blue Jays win game two. Barrios versus Cole. Cole was fastball happy, and the Blue Jays are fastball happier. They were slapping him around for a bunch of runs. Barrios was dominant, perfect, through four. Then the Yankees put together a two-out rally to tie the game, but Bo Bichette comes through again. Another home run, his second of the day versus Clay Holmes. Really impressive swing. Really nice home run by Bo Bichette, who was crazy all series. Kluber versus Robbie Ray. Guy who's won a Cy Young versus a guy who's about to. And Ray gets got. The Yankees had five hits at one point, all of them homers. Or maybe it was four and all of them homers. But they didn't have a hit that wasn't a home run. Kluber pitched all right. King comes out of the bullpen. The rest of the Yankees bullpen looks good. The Yankees bullpen looks good right now. The Yankees are two up with three to play in the AL wildcard. The Red Sox went to Baltimore and got beat twice. Trev, hit him. Red Sox, what is you doing, baby? Not good. Sale gives up a home run to Mountcastle. Is Mountcastle the rookie of the year now after this series? He has two homers, five RBIs. Severino had five hits. No Orioles starting pitcher gave up multiple earned runs. Red Sox, what the hell? Man. Avaldi six shutout innings for the win in game two, so that's good. That's good. Rays and Astros played, and the Astros took two out of three. This series had a walk-off walk, and it had a game featuring two mix. McCullers versus McHugh, uh, who op- McCullers op- or McHugh opened for Yarby. Astros won game one. Astros lost game two. Astros won game three. A Rosarena go-ahead home run in the top ninth. Rays clinch best record in the AL in game two. They party. They lose game three. No one cares. Twins took two out of three from the Tigers. Indians and Royals split a four-game set. Uh, The Angels and Rangers played three games. Rangers took two out of three there. Junk and Otto both pitched in that series. Mm. Uh, Yankees pitchers that they traded at the deadline to both teams. That's cool. Tigers and White Sox played a makeup game, and the Tigers won eight to seven. And there you go. That's your AL recap. James also Packy Naughton pitched in that series mm. too. So Junk Otto and Packy Naughton. So that was cool. Packy Naughton and Hearn, our dude. Hot. Did you know that you're gonna get? Uh, we're doing a special with Hearn in the off season. Apparently, I did not, but that's cool. Huge. Yeah. Oh, you mean we're gonna go rub, rub some her- horses? Yeah. Some 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 things are gonna get roped. Yeah. To the gray wide open. You're gonna have Jake. Run around naked and have Hearn rope his little wiener. Oh, I wasn't going to give that away, but yeah, that's the show. A um, couple things. Uh, I want to kick us in a direction. Uh, first, I call this outfit guy you see on vacation and you go out of your way not to talk to. Um, <laughs> your look right now? Yes. That's the guy who's mad on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he wants he, you to... That guy's mean to his he's kids. He's the guy that <laughs> he sees... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say he sees you at a vacation bar and he instantly brings up politics. Or or betting. Yeah. 
Like that dude's like at the horse ho- horse race. He's in the he's in the pool bar, the bar, the swim up bar. Yes, but he's like n- not having a relaxed time because he's gambling on the sport that's on the TV. Yeah, and just ruining everyone. I lie. Yeah. Um, and he, you're you're dipping. No idea what's actually going on. He speaks only in hyperboles yes. from what he read on his Twitter. I didn't want to fully start there. I wanted to start somewhere where I don't know if we fully started any AL segments this year. The Seattle Mariners. Man, oh man. Uh. We we had debates to calling them dead. We called them zombies. It's young. It's fun. Oh, their offseason's going to be killer boots, man. They are tied for the second wild card spot. They sweep the athletics. Holy athletics. What a demise to their season. Back-to-back sweeps by the Mariners. They're going to face L.A. without Trout, Rendon, and Noah Otani on the bump. At home, Seattle, packed house to try to run this thing the distance. They control their own destiny, the Seattle Mariners, with a weekend left in the season. J.P. Crawford. Man, go Mariners. I don't know how to feel about all of this, man. It's so awesome. Like, part of me really wants Yankees, Red Sox, in the Bronx. Like, that is a classic, beautiful matchup that one fan base is just going to absolutely get its heart ripped out. On national TV. Mm. So that's appealing to me. I want to see someone suffer. Mm. But the Mariners. Get these guys in the playoffs. What if they go on a run? What if they're the 2019 Nationals? Well, they're not because they don't have three incredible Cy Young type starters. But. Crazier things have happened. And they're fun, man. They're fun. They've been it's it's been a crazy Stretch. What are they? Nine and one in their last ten, dude. And I, talking baseball, tweeted it out the other day. I think the Mariners have the best record in the American League since June twelfth or something like that. Really? Yes. Like Mariners, prove everyone wrong. I mean, obviously, I guess the best case scenario, which we kind of talked about already, was would be the game one sixty three between Red Sox Mariners. Then the wild card. I just one game for your season is crazy. Having to do that twice. Oh my god! They are fifty-eight and thirty-five since June twelfth, which is number one in the AL. Man, doesn't have them above the Giants or the Dodgers though. <laughs> Those teams are so good. Dodgers in the playoff game. What the hell? Think about yeah, I mean they haven't Dodgers. I think have gained one. I saw a stat talking about their record, and they're like they did this. You know they won so many games, and in that span they gained one game. Yeah, which is crazy. In this eleven or twelve game run, they they're eleven and one in their last twelve games, I believe. The Mariners. What starting pitcher do you think? And I'm I don't even know the answer. I'm just. What the hell? Oh, I see what happened. Mm. I was saying, what starting pitcher has been like their guy in this stretch? Who's turned it on? I know Flexen's doing well for them. I think he's second in the AL in wins, uh, which, you know, we don't track that unless we're talking about making the playoffs. Marco Gonzalez's last two games have been great. Like that. 
Anderson had a stinker. There's some been some stinkers. What reliever have they relied on the most? Man, Seawald. Paul Seawald has yeah. gone nuts for them. Former Mets DFA guy, I think. Uh, Drew kind of he's a good looking guy Drew too. Stecken Ryder. Um, J.P. Crawford. Maybe Stecken Ryder's who I'm talking about. I'll look it up. Stecken Ryder, hot. Oh yeah, Stecken Ryder, kind of. Good looking guy, six four, two seventeen. That's a nice body right there. He's got a, a nice good head body. of hair on him. Yeah. Well, what about how about how about how about what about Doolittle? Sean, he's got a look. He's got a look. Been pitching five scoreless or something like that. Go Mariners. Control your own destiny. You said it, Jake. That's crazy. I had a dream about Sean Doolittle the other day. Mm-hmm. So maybe that means yeah, that he's well, going to come up huge for the Mariners. You and Sean would just have so much fun together. I think so. Yeah. I feel like coffee house vibes. You guys would talk about books that you've read, some obscure music that you listen to, maybe some film. Like I feel like you guys would really hit it off. Let's do it. Sean. Yeah. You and Sean Doolittle, me and Tyler O'Neill. Trevor and Cole Tucker. You wish. <laughs> California Dream no, Home. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be at my house with him. Okay. Yeah, okay. When he's home, we, yeah, we going. Yeah, out. no, you got it. Trevin Backyard Brad. Hmm. I'll take Backyard Brad. Can we lay out the American League wild card a little bit? Because it's yes. very hard to wrap your head around. The Yankees are up two with three to play. Uh, then the Mariners and the Boston Red Sox are tied, and Toronto is one below them. So as far as we looked at it, the Mariners or the the Blue Jays are hunting a game 163. They would need everyone to collapse yeah. for them to get in. If they win out, they would still need some wild stuff to happen for them to get the second spot. Their most realistic dream right now is sweep and the Red Sox and Mariners lose one game. Yeah. Which is pretty, it's in the realm. But that ties them. Right. Yeah, that gives them a 163. Right. The Yankees need to magic numbers too. The Yankees can clinch a wild card spot today with a win and one of the, uh, those teams losing, the Red Sox or the Mariners losing, they could clinch a wild card spot today. So that's exciting. A 163 between Blue Jay, between Boston and Mariners seems likely to me. I don't know what the odds I think are. So too. But I would put it like 33%. One of them wins it. Like I'd go 33% Mariners are in, 33% Red Sox are in, 33% we get a 163. My uh, good follow on um Drop it down 30, Twitter. 30, 30, 10 Blue Jays. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I gotta. I don't want to mess up his name. I believe it's Harold Bryant. Follow him on Twitter. He's talking about how ridiculous it is. Not only that we have this system where the Dodgers could end up in the wild card game because that doesn't make any sense, but also that the Red Sox, last three games of the year, an American League team, will not have a DH, and they have to go play National League Baseball for all the freaking markets. Yeah, it's bullshit. It doesn't make any no, sense. I don't like it at all. 
I would be very. I, I I don't know if we said this on Talking Yanks or somewhere, but I would be pissed if all of a sudden Stanton was like a half an option for us or whoever it is. And they have two guys, uh, Dahlback yep. and Schwarber. They're gonna have to lose one of them. JD and and JD, yeah, whoever it is, like they got guys. That's a very important role that they've built their team around. Obviously, you 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 just say, well, don't put yourself in the situation. But that happens in baseball, so I, I don't he, like it. And I think they have to have Schwarber on the bench. I think he's the best. He knows how to do that more than anybody else. You can't put Dahlbeck. If you want him to play, you can't have him off the bench. He doesn't know how to do that yet. Like, you have to have someone experienced in these games to come off the bench. Yeah. And it, right. It looks like the Red Sox have Erod, Hauk, and Sale. Um, Against Josh Rogers, Josiah Gray, and Eric Fetty. So, man. Who? Where are they playing? No, it's hilarious. The Nationals team hitting stats this year. What do you mean? It's in that. It's, it's in it's Washington. In, so they don't have left field yeah. a Fenway to just hide JD there? No, that's why NL. Oh, obviously, Jimmy, yeah. you dumb. You're all right. Idiot. We got you there. We, we wanted okay. to walk the horse to water You there. loser. <laughs> the Nationals as a team, their hitting stats are kind of great, and I think it's all Soto. <laughs> like, they are they are second in OBP. I think it's that's Soto. <laughs> it's crazy. Stupid. He's a joke, man. I You know, on this show two years ago, maybe, I said Juan Soto's the rookie card that I'm buying. Did you? I one one hundred percent said that on this. Did you show. buy the card? No, okay. I didn't. I have some sodas, but no rookie cards for Soto were expensive then. They were real. Uh, the last time the the Red Sox had to play uh, National League Baseball was June fifteenth. Uh, it was in Atlanta. JD went to left field, Verdugo center field, Dahlback or um, Renfro right field. Dahlback was at first, Kike at second, Bogart Stevers obviously. So what are they going to do? You probably play pitching matchups a little bit. You can do some lefty righty stuff with those guys. Um, it means Kike and Schwarber on the bench. You have Kike in the field. They need him. He's their guy. At second? Second. Center. I think Schwarber. I think Schwarber starts on starts on the bench just for the reason I said. I think he's the their best option to JD at left, Kike at second. JD. Um man, so I've I've been suing through all this because Jim, you know, last night's Yankees game. I was like, this is a huge game because basically them winning last night. Basically took the Blue Jays kind of down. Like, they needed a lot of help at this point, And the Yankees basically stay out of that conversation. So that's why I was so juiced up about last night's Yankees game. Man, the more I think about it, we're talking about the Red Sox. A, they just lost two out of three to the Orioles, and they're playing National League Baseball. There's a good chance they're going to lose one of these games. The Blue Jays are behind the pack. They're playing the Orioles that just beat the Red Sox. So, A, maybe they've got a little juice. But either way, if Toronto sweeps, they need help. The Mariners are at home against a dead Angels team. Yeah. yeah and they're playing some fucking lights out baseball. They right might now, just dude. win three and take the flight to New York City and see Garrett on the bump Tuesday night, baby. 
I need to I need to see something here. Go see something. Okay. Blue Jays aren't losing again. Can't. They're eleven and five against Baltimore this year. That park is built for their team. They might hit fifty home runs in this series. They are going to go off. If they find any pitching whatsoever in this series, they will win three games. Like no doubt in my mind. Would have said I mean, that you would have said that about too. Boston too. I don't think I would have said that about they have, Boston. They're facing means, team, so they do get a means game. Means last start means of the season. Good. He's a legit pitcher. It's just I think about that lineup and those mashers in that park, and I just do not see them losing a game. There's a good chance they can sweep. I just don't. Yankees held them to three hits Oops. with all bullpen arms. This is just in my head. This is what I'm I hear you. It's what I see. I hear you. Means has been pretty good, though. He's a good pitcher. Gun to my head right now. I think I'm going Mariners. Okay. All right. Anything else? I'm going to click out. Click back. It's about that time. Jake, tell us what happened in the I.L. Reds played two at the White Sox. White Sox won both games. 7-1-6-1. Hell yeah. John Means versus Toronto. 135 batting average against against this crew. Four homers mm. and 48 plate appearances. All right. Yeah, well. I think that's it. I think we did all of it. Rodon, five shutty. That could be important. And Kopech, three shutty. So those could be important in a in a week or so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Second half of the show. It's brought to you by DraftKings. You give them $1, you place a $1 bet on a football game, they give you $150 instantly. That you can have some fun, spread it around, put some money on the overs, the unders. Actually, the prop bets are the best. They're really fun when you get in there and look at them. So head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week one game. Or not week one, week three, week four, whatever we're at. You receive $150 in free bets instantly, and you can parcel them out. There's no minimum. Like You can bet very loserish, but sometimes I'll look at the in-betting thing, mm. and there's like a crazy odds. So what I was doing was I was hunting like plus 600 or plus 500, and it was like, well, this will there be a run scored in the bottom of the ninth? Mm. But then I just put like two bucks on it. Sure. And if it hits... That's awesome. Free money. I found 10 bucks or whatever. If it doesn't, I lost two. Lost two. Lost eight quarters. Who gives a shit? But only at that, don't don't escalate that. Right. Don't scale that up. Don't be responsible. You got but a hunch. You can do that all day long with the free $150. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 
We're skipping slump watch. It's not fair. It's not fun. It's good vibes only. Oh, shit. We're not skipping standouts, though. Oh, smokes. Trev got you with the reset. Yes, that's usually slump watch when Trev comes back, and then I do. I look, I'm looking at the clock. It was an hour in. I had no. That's fine. It's my bad. I'm just Jake's. You guys, nailed, look, Jake nailed the reasoning of why. I almost, I oh. debated driving home in the streets of New York last night, just popping over to Jersey to play some bets. At that time, it's it's kind of easy, but easy. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Instead, I looked for parking for a while, parked too close to a fire hydrant, got a ticket. <laughs> It's the only spot available. Did you I know cracked. you were going to get a ticket, yes. or you just like you uh, just prayed that you know you prayed that there wasn't the going to be one? I got as close as I could to the other car, that hoping if the officer saw it, maybe a sign of respect was like, "I'll let this go." No, no, no. You become a traffic officer if you hate life and people. A little bit. I'm just kidding. I'm sure there's some nice traffic yeah. officers out there. Yay. Speaking of, Trev, you get to go first. Who's your standout oh, performer? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me get it up one sec. Huge. I have a guess. My standout performance goes to my guy, Mitchie Haniger. Oh. Goes two for five. Two freaking bombs and gets his career total to one. He is in the triple-digit club. 38 homers on the year, 95 ribbies. Hey, you want to get paid a little bit? Go out and have a season like Mitch Haniger just did. Put the team on your back. hes I mean, if they don't have him, Mariners aren't anywhere where they are at now. So you get to be part of this incredible you know, resurgence in Seattle. 38 homers. He said after the game, you know, he's going went through a lot of injuries. And he said he'd sit there and think about, you know, getting to 100 homers. Well, you got there. You have a really good chance to be in the playoffs, too. So, snaps to Mitch Hanniger. He's my Twitter friend. We've been boys for a long time. So, just a little bit of respect. Just put a little bit of respect on that name, Mitchie Hanniger. 100 homers. Congratulations. Congrats to Mitch. All right, my standout performer. Guy uh, made his debut this year, so awesome season. you always remember it. Crack the big leagues. Had a pretty rough go for a long time. Mm. Was a tough path for him. He didn't really have a good start at any point. And then in his last start of the season, he goes out there, six innings pitched, one earned run, just shuts him down, goes into the offseason, says, Yo, I made my debut and my last game was great. Alexander Wells. Just Mm. wow. Six innings pitched, one earned run. Boston only got three hits. No other team hadn't been able to get him before. But he just uh, upped it for the Red Sox. It's just a great standout performance by Alexander Wells, the twin from Australia. Australia's in some deep shit right now, too. Mm-hmm. So maybe he can't go back this offseason. So good memories to sit around to. Do they have some kind of crazy COVID uh, lockdown going on there, right? Like insane. Yeah. Like U.S. news don't even know how to report on it because neither side wants to, like, agree or, like, 
fully disagree, but like everyone's just like, oh my god. Yeah. Carter. Shout out Alexander Wells. He that's like a combination of two classic authors' names, right? Or it could just be a combination of Alexander Hamilton and H. G. Wells. Yeah. Graham Alexander Well. Just pretty nice. Yeah. Vernon Wells. Dominant. Very nice opinion. I, I love that that's where you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love the classics. <laughs> go read. Go. Don't. Never don't. Mind. Don't. Never mind. Em- don't embarrass. I was going to give us. a book. I was going to give a book recommendation. No chance. War of the Worlds. Go read it. I'll just. Instead of reading, I'll eat some peanuts. Or you could watch the Tom Cruise movie. I think I did see that. That was pretty bad, right? Which one? War of the Worlds. Didn't see it. Who's your standout, Jake? My standout is a guy who stands out. Uh, Literally and figuratively, Jim. Sometimes we get nervous about the Yankees stuff. These guys love the Yankees. They got Yankees bias. I think they're fans of the Yankees. We are. That's what it's all built on. James, yesterday, I mentioned the importance of the game between the Yankees and Toronto. Robbie Ray on the bump. He's going to win the American League. Cy Young. Toronto needed it to be in the mix. The Yankees needed it to hopefully not be in the mix. In the first inning, big Aaron Judge goes big fly. I think he was about 450 on the first one. And I say the first one, Trev... Because there was a second one later in the game. Mm. But it was only about 440. Um, and, Trev, we uh, we like numbers sometimes. Unless you're a fucking geek. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, Trev, we got into the numbers the other day. Because, you know, with Judgey, you've seen Yankees Twitter. We run hot. We run cold. And Judge is interesting because that's I, I mean that's our pride and joy. That's the big fella. He came up through the farm. We love him. Like when he's right, it feels like he goes toe to toe with anyone in baseball. So Trev, and I got to give kudos to uh, my friend Jimmy O'Brien on this one. You can follow him on Twitter at Jomboy underscore. Mm. We got into some OPS stuff um, in the recent years. From 2017 to 2021, what's that, four years or five years now? Five and a half. It's four and a half because it's 2020. Right. Without doing any other stipulations, I have 400 games played. Number one, Mike Trout. Yep. People call him the best to ever do it. Last five years. Number two, Juan Soto. You just gave a speech about him. That you said he's on a trajectory to be one of the best to ever do it. Number three, big Aaron Judge. Um, And by the way, if we wanted to get really funny with the butter knife, you make it 500 games because Soto hasn't played 500, and neither has Mike Trout uh, in the past five or whatever it is. So, uh, and Aaron Judge, who, you know, there was some injury concerns and, and things like that. He's been out playing Trout. And by the way, the third best OPS in baseball over that time span. When he's right, it's special, man. The ball jumps off the bat. Uh, and it's special because he's 6'7, 280. Guys like that aren't supposed to swing the bat like he's supposed to. 
Um, and he's been on a heater, man, and it's it's like very fun to watch. Um, if you're a Yankee hater, you know, I kind of get it, honestly. Um, but enjoy Judgey, man. Enjoy Stanton, too, but enjoy Judge. He's a freak. He is a freak, man. And he got the teeth fixed, and everyone's like, is that going to be a problem? That hasn't been a problem. Is he married or something? No. He's had the same girlfriend for a while, right? Well, on and off, but he went back on recently, I think. But I have no idea. He's pretty quiet about his personal Private. life. Private. Gosh, I'm, I'm so fascinated by that. Like, I want to know all about his personal life. Well, I just can't in, imagine. He, he can't Linden, go California. out anywhere. Can't. I mean, he never could. Six eight. He can't. He's too Comes big. Comes from a small, tiny farming town in Linden, California. Like, yeah, does he get dinners? Yes. Oh, New York. You can you can go to dinner and not get harassed if you, you just want get to. the There's back. There's a lot of back alley. Yeah, a lot yeah. of back alleyways. All that good stuff. I see the back alleys. I don't see the back. That's room. on your way. Going out, yeah. going out is tough because there's always going to be someone with a cell phone. You know, like mm. you can get you can get the VIP room, I guess. I'm just curious about his life. In our research, Trev, on OPS stuff like that, that's not where we started. I I did not realize how rare a 900 OPS for a full season is, and I don't think the general baseball audience knows that. Like they know one dot is elite, and they know nine is good. But nine is elite, and one dot is nine insane. Is, yes. Nine is yes. elite. Like, right now, there's only five players that are qualified with uh, OPS in the nines, in the AL, like in the American League. I think there's under 10 in baseball. And we went through the last couple years, and it's like 10 or under most years. Qualified, played enough games, had enough plate appearances, and had a nine or higher OPS. Like, even 901, you know, like, that's elite. I don't. Yeah, I had to retrain my brain a little because I never thought of like 900 or 901 as elite, but it it truly is if you do it for a full season. Yeah, you know, it's. I think in my mind, I think a lot of baseball players would probably agree. I think once you cross like the 780 margin, like 780 into the eights, that's a really. Let's just say let's round numbers. You get into the eights, you're extremely happy with your season. You're extremely happy with your season. You get in the nines, that's rarefied air. One, so we don't even talk about that. But you get in the eights, and you're feeling really, really good about yourself. And like I said, you get 780 or above, you're happy. Yeah. Yeah, ones, one dots and nines, are those, those are, are reserved for the freaks. That's, that's where I think it gets confusing. When you talk about the MVP race every year, you're going to have two, maybe three guys in that air. That the word elite gets tricky, and it used to be the fun football com- conversation, Eli Manning and all that stuff. But, you know, if you start talking, you know, top 10 hitters in the AL, seven of them, if not eight of them, are going to have 900 OPSs. Or the bottom two aren't. <laughs> you know, they're going to be yeah. in the eights. So in the American League right now, there are five players with an OPS 900 or above. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have guessed like 15, I think. So that's cool. In the National League, there are seven. So, wow. I have to adjust my brain a little bit on a full-season OPS. And if I see 900 on the dot, I have to understand that's not good. That's a top-10 player that season. Yes. He's not good. He's fabulous. 900 means you are 
most likely doing both, getting on base at a good clip and slugging. Like you got to do yeah. both. It's really hard to just slug your way into a 900 or on base yourself into a 900. You have to do both. It's a great point, Trev. Salvador Perez, and everyone knows his 48 homers this year. He has an 870 OPS. Yeah, because he because he doesn't get on base. Yeah. Cool. Cool beans. Good, good standouts, guys. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Now you ready? Think so. I just want to get to the stimulator. Hello. Stand out. Or, God damn it, you loser. Corey Seager's in Fuego. Six for 13 with three homers. Aaron Judge, you just heard about him. Dylan Carlson. Mm. Four for 11. Three homers. AJ Pollock. Mm. Oh, might hear about him later. Mitch, he's hot. Mitch Hanniger, four for 12. Heard about him already. Bo Bichette, he may be coming up later in the show. Seven for 11 with two bombs in the same game. Brandon Lau, five for 12 with two homers and two doubles. Mm. Byron Buxton, five for 11 with two homers coming back strong. We looked at his games played and it was much lower than anyone thought. It's 55 or something like that. 58. Salvi Perez, four for nine with two bombs. How about that? Trevor Story. Seven for 11. Get that batting average up, Story. Get it up. I think it's impossible to get it up above 280, but Brian Reynolds, six for 10 with two triples? Mm. What in the hell? So that's who's hot. Tell him who's hot. Trevor Mm. Story with the OPS in the eights. Mm. He was on the all Maker Jake team. The batting average. Average ain't getting there. I know it's not getting there. What if he goes 20 for 20? Let's go. What if he goes, in the next three games, he goes 20 for 20? Oh, boy. What would that be? And it's turned into a math pot. I'll let you do the math there, Jimbo. Um, And before we get, do we call them regular load awards? Do we do the ads? Are we good? We're good. I did them all. Holy smokes, ad. Oh, if he goes 20 for 20, you have a 280 batting average. Let's go, Trev. Trevor Story, go 20 for 20. Let's go. Trev. Yes. You have. Oh. The first award, my man. All right, give me a sec. Been a big Trevor pod the last couple minutes. All right, my award is... I don't have a name for it. Huge. I kind of want to talk about when you know something's wrong, you need to change it up quicker. But at the same time, when you've had so much success doing something and then it doesn't work, it's hard to change. So I'm going to call this award Cody Bellinger is figuring it. He's maturing. Mm. The, The Cody Bellinger maturing award. Okay. Oh, the maturation of Cody Bellinger, Trevor. Plus Thank you, James. Yeah. Thank you, James. Uh, you know, let's go back. This is another guy. Obviously, MVP. He gets to the big leagues at 21 in 2017. Rookie of the year. All-star. MVP nine. Uh, everything's working. Next year, another great year. 2019, everything comes together. The guy won a freaking gold glove and the MVP. Like, that's you to man. 2020, 2020 comes along, he struggles a little bit, has an injury. 2021 comes along, and boy, oh boy, he's been a it's been rough for him this year. 
He's he's working at a minus one point seven WAR. He's hitting one sixty two. Mm. Belly came into this year changing a few things up. He wanted to work on it. He opened his stance up. He was still tall in the box. Hands really high, open. He's really struggled with that this year, and hasn't really made any adjustments. Well, now he has made an adjustment. I think finally it got to a point where it might have been the shoulder ailing him. It might have just been him having to make this adjustment because the league figured him out and made an adjustment and kept going in and up on him. Two things happened. One was his mechanics. Brought the hands down a little bit. Closed off his stance. Brought him real closer to the body. He's real tight with everything now. So now he doesn't have to go as far to get to that inside pitch. When you're upright, open, hands up, getting to that inside pitch requires a lot of movement. You got to get to this spot. He's, he said, you know what? I'm just going to put my hands in that spot. Mm. Brought the hands down. Now that inside pitch is really just a leg thing. Get the legs through. Hands are going to work. So he makes this adjustment. Hits a home run. Pinch hit. Not a pinch hit. He came in late. Hits the home run. The Dodgers need Cody Bellinger. Maybe they don't need him, but they sure would fucking like old Cody Bellinger back, okay? So he makes the adjustment. I think he feels really comfortable, and this might be a scenario where, wow, he figured it out just in time because there's a second thing he did that shows his maturation. Jim, you want to know what it is? Cut his hair. He cut his hair. Mm. No more stoned belly memes, people. This is business belly. Ever heard of him? Mm. He cuts the hair. He makes the adjustment. It's the maturation of Cody Bellinger just in time for the 2021 playoffs. I like it, dude. It shows his willingness. He said, he goes, someone said, why didn't you do this earlier? He goes, you know what? I won an MVP and a rookie of the year doing that. It was hard for me to say I needed to change. Did you hear the real reason he cut his hair? It's not that mature. Tell me. Tried to spit a piece of bubblegum up, catch it in his mouth, landed in his hair. He had to buzz it. Is this not true? It's not true. I made that up. It's a rumor. Yeah. It's a rumor that just started right now. You know, he actually told a story about his haircut, so I can tell you it. What did he say? Went to his barber. She said, what are we going to do? And he just sat there and said, you know what? I don't really know. Just buzz it. She goes, he goes, make it, fade it up, buzz it. Let's go. Mm. Nice. That, kind of is a, that kind of is a mature move. Yes. I don't know. I just need a goddamn haircut. Because this ain't working. <laughs> it ain't working. Hands in. So the maturation, hands in, quick to the that. ball, very just direct people right before the playoffs. Baked belly. No more baked belly memes. They'll still happen because I think it's kind of his general being, not his hair, but. Yeah, you're right. I'm kind of a baked belly. He's got resting baked face. Mm-hmm. He does have resting baked face. It's yeah. it's like confused baked. Yes. Huh? <laughs> RBF. That's my award. <laughs> my award. Are you guys ready for my award? Sure am. My award is the You're Hired Award. <laughs> Any guesses? You're hired? Cole Tucker. You're hired award. Mm, Vanessa Hudgens. Both correct, but there's also a third. 
Uh, whoever runs the Orioles Twitter, just a great mm. job. Uh, reach out. You're hired. Apply within. If you want to leave Baltimore, move to New York City, and uh, run socials for us, we got something DM BBD. DM everyone. They, we're already friends. So. They were the best content in baseball. We got yeah. beat. Yeah. Orioles Twitter was crushing it. They had a couple tweets. Yeah. A couple tweets. I do love that now they can use all the same memes and gifts they were making and just take the uh, Blue Jays off and put the Red Sox on because now the Red Sox are rooting for them and the Blue Jays aren't. And that's going to crack me up when they do the same gif and just switch out those two teams. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they should run back the exact same tweets. Yes, the same, like yeah. that one with the three the kids dancing. dancing. It should just be a different team. So good job by them. Sub. They won. Hired. You're so hired. Memes are so hard. Here we go. You know, like they figured it out. Those were good. I, I, I struggle with my memes. Jake, you were like, you're like in the middle. I feel like. You're not that good, but you know you're not that good, so they become really good. He's not trying too hard. I feel like I try too hard in my meme. Jake has developed his meme lane, and people, yeah. like if, if if another account sent out Jake's memes, yeah. it, they wouldn't hit. But because yes. you know it was Jake doing it, and they I'd, hit. I'd it com- doesn't work from a different account. I'd compare it to uh, going to a piano bar or going to any bar. Like You can't play the number one song every time. You know, you got to mix in some other music. Uh, and then when you play those hits, it slaps. So when Piano Man comes on, you're ready to go. You can't just play Piano Man on repeat. Trev, I, I only know you. a few memes. Dude. Stop I, reading books. I uh, Get in the meme game. <laughs> <laughs> I have to... Uh, Why a generation was ruined. Kyle told me really. last postseason I had all these movie scenes from like the 90s that I yeah. said like if you put this team here and there like they say funny things and we had them ready to go. Kyle reminded me that I didn't have that yet. So I got to get on it. Okay. But I do. I was watching a documentary on drummers. If anyone, I'll, I'll let the audience in and you guys can help me because. Really? Yeah. They're fine. It's just this crew. Okay. You know, the whole, I found a, a, they're not going to be able to see it. They're going to be able to hear it. Okay. I found a video that when the time comes and it's uh, applicable, it's going to be perfect. I just need to be aware of that. Uh, but it's from this documentary. You ready to hear it, Trev? Yeah. Wrong, wrong, wrong. No, no. But kind of right. I like that guy. I watched the documentary. You watched that one? <laughs> you know the, uh, what do they call him? The drum doctor? Yeah. He's like my buddy. He lives in the neighborhood. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Him and uh, the other guy, the Taylor for um, Foo Fighters. Yeah. He's awesome. Whoops. That's a, I love that documentary. I, I watch music documentaries like that all the time. I have no idea what they're saying. I can't, like, hear the what things that they're talking about. They're like, yeah, then he hits the hi-hat, and then he comes in with a little whooshing, <laughs> yeah. and then he has a fill there, and I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know any of that. I don't know what any of that means, but I love it. Who's the one guy that leads that big drum circle? Like he was kind of like the almost like the main guy in the documentary. He's so intense and so like he has so much crazy energy, dude. I think he's you know I think about? he plays for the who now. No, 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 no. That's that's your Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did cover in for them, I think. I but he's he's like a nine inch nail not nine inch nail, somebody like that. Yeah, I don't know. 
Anyways, talking drumming. Here we go. Talking drumming, Jake. Do you got an award? I do. It uh, does, fellas, and it uh, it goes. I, I'm gonna do it fairly high and tight for me, at least. I'm giving out the Beatles award. Wow, more music. Uh, it's mm. basically a music pod now. Um, the Beatles, Jim. Some of the kids are familiar. Most number one hits all time. Um, and my award is going to the guy with the most hits this season in the American League. Any guesses? Top of your heads? Most hits in the American League? Most AL hits this year. Uh, Brantley. Whit Merrifield. The most hits in the American League this year? Luis Torrens. This guy is 23 years old. He plays shortstop. He is a star in this game. Unfortunately... He's gotten one up by his neighbors this year. Bo Bichette, man, this guy is a star, and he's got a little bit of the Beatles flow. Bo Bichette mm. is going to finish this year with six war. He's 23. The question about Bo Bichette coming into this year was he hadn't done it for a full season. He only played 46 games his rookie year, age 21, by the way. And then he plays 29 games in the 60-game season last year. He's played 156 this year Let's go. with three to go this weekend. He's been at shortstop basically every day. My God, is he entertaining. The way he swings, the way he plays defense, he is awesome. He is a Yankee killer, uh, and he's going to be a Yankee killer for a little while. His two-home two home run game the other day, Garrett Cole and Clay Holmes. And by the way, the second home run won them the game in a tied 5-5 ball game in the eighth inning. Bobichet's nasty. Uh, I love watching him play. Violent swings. Um, sexy. He is a good-looking guy. Interesting to see if he ever gets a haircut. If he ever goes high and tight. I don't know. It doesn't. Canada, he's good. Seems like he's too small of a head to go high and tight. Too small. Bo Bichette, his home run against Clay Holmes was awesome. The drummer that we were talking about, uh, Trev, was Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction from Thousand Oaks, mm. California. That's why you like him. Really? He's like alley boy. He's got so much energy. Like It's almost like if you get around the guy, it's like a little scary. Like He has an extra battery. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of Bo Bichette. I'll just never forgive Carl Ravage. Yeah. Just never. I like a lot of the stuff Carl Ravage does. Yeah. That one hurt. I got my peaches down in Georgia. Who's the best friend of the week? Tough being sandwiched between Vladdy and Simeon this year. (laughs) Mm. Or you might like it. I like it. AJ Pollock's the best friend of the week. His fifth time winning the award. Four for nine, three homers, six ribbies, and a walk. No, no. Fuck AJ Pollock. So how how, how big of a tie do we have? CT raise up. The hitter's lead is a three-way tie with Pollock, Happ, and Meadows. What about pitchers? Walker Bueller has seven. Oh, so Bueller's best friend of the year. Looks like it. Walker Bueller. I Walker guess the, Bueller. the guy yeah, nobody can. The guy him. that could care the, the least. Yeah. About the it. least. That's perfect. We send him a. We're trophy, sending him an award. Sending him an award, and he he'll he, never look he at won't it. He'll look at it. And <laughs> we'll ask him about it, and he'll say what? It will be in the package. In Not his that house. he hates us or dislikes us. No. He just doesn't give a fuck about us. It's just 
purely not caring. Seven innings, two earned. Walker Buehler. Okay, well. No. I got something to tell you guys. No. It might be time to get funky. Oh, my God. Go BBD. Devin Williams out. The last postseason simulator simulator of the year. And this is what we got, BBD. Are you ready for this? We got the Mariners in Boston playing a 163 play-in game. Who wins that? The Mariners. Holy shit. Mariners then fly to the Bronx if they were hosting it. Either way, might take the train to to play play the Yankees. Who wins that one? The Yankees. Holy boy. The White Sox go to Houston. They play a five-game set. (laughs) Old man managers. Who's that? White Sox. White Sox are winning it. The Yankees versus the Rays. They're playing this weekend. They'll be playing again. This one, five-game set, a repeat of last year. Who wins it? Oh, the Yankees. Holy oh. smokes, it's the Yankees versus... Five and one the, against the White Sox this year. It's the Yankees versus the White Sox. Uh, Jake, it's a mean trick. White Sox. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Yankees, Sox, what are you doing, baby? White Sox are in the World Series. That shall be exciting in the National League. Wayno going up against the Dodgers in L.A. Who wins that? The Cardinals. The Cardinals. Cardinals are taking down the Dodgers. Holy smokes. Oh, man. The Cardinals would then travel up to San Fran and play a five-game set against the Giants. The Cardinals again. Holy shit. (laughs) Cardinals are in the uh, championship series. Who are they be facing? The Braves are going to Milwaukee. It's the Braves. Oh, oh the Braves. Braves, Cardinals. Cardinals. What is this, 1990? The Dodgers, oh the Giants, God. the Brewers. Oh. Everyone's sitting pretties out. Holy smokes. Braves, Cardinals, seven-game set, championship series. Who takes it? The Braves. Oh, my oh, God. Oh my the Braves, Braves in the World versus series. the White Sox, a matchup that we have not discussed, talked, or thought about once on this show. Who wins the World Series October 1st? I think that's the date. Maybe a second. It's the first, and the- it's the White Sox. Oh, oh, my God. Wow. No, BBD. No, no. Wow. There is a world. There is a world. That was insane. So, whew, I think that's the White Sox' first stimulator win. They've at least wow. cracked a couple World Series, but that was electric. We have a bull in a china shop. Noodle, Jake's dog's here to bring some energy into the show. Jake's dog is taller than Jake, taller than me. Is a big, big boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Noodle. everything. So immediately knocked over. <laughs> and he's out. Stop, nudes. Oh, oh my man. Goodness. Okay, guys. The White Sox win the World Series. We will be back on Monday. Uh, same time. Actually, I think we might be going early, Trev. Have we locked that down yet? I think we're aiming 11. Aiming 11 Eastern. Yeah. I think we're aiming 11 East. You got to tell us if you had to drive to school or not. You know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's 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 go 8:30. 
right. 11.30 Eastern. So we'll be, ha- we'll be a little earlier. We're going to try and start when we need to start. 11.30 Eastern, 8.30 California time next Monday. We'll just recap. I mean, you're, it's not going to be in Fuego. It's not going to be standouts, awards. We're literally just going to kind of recap the series that mattered, which is like four series. Uh, and then we will be doing uh, in-depth wild card previews on that episode. There will be another episode later on where we do divisional series previews after the wild card game. And we're every day, guys. We are streaming every oh night. We are eleven o'clock every day, uh, re- recapping the games that happened the night before. So if you need some company to watch some playoff baseball, Let's go. you got us, and we're very excited Let's to watch go. it and take it all in with you. Thanks for a great season. We'll be back on Monday. Um, juices will be flowing. It's got real. It's real. So handsy when I get to New York. Happy B day to Benjamin Goldberg. It's his B day. Yep. Yes, it is. Cardinals and Ueno agree to extension two minutes ago. Just reported. Oh. Wow, he's back. Wow. Baseball.